generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. It's a, <laughs> it's a goodie. It's a goodie. Yeah, I can. It's a goodie. It's a goodie. <laughs> oh, yeah. You are listening to another episode of Keep the Changes podcast. Mikey, we got you in the studio with an ACDC cranking, mate. Yeah, man. I, it just reminded me, I saw, I watched this podcast with Dana White the other day, and it was so funny, man. But he he said that a lot of fighters don't give a fuck about their walkout song, and you can't really go wrong with ACDC. He's yeah, like, nice. if, if you're just going to throw one in there, just throw ACDC and you know it's going to bang and the crowd's going to love it. Like, yeah, just, like that. It's like just this great, great walkout tunes, the old ACDC boys. Yeah. Well, today, mate, we're getting the weapons out. Bow and arrow. Cheeky 22. Yeah. We're, we're talking about hunting season. Apparently. We're going hunting, boy. Yeah, we're changing yeah. topics, guys. Yeah. Fuck the finance. <laughs> we're into a bit of hunting these days. I shot a goat once, mate. Did and, you? Yeah. And you I felt um, pretty bad, wouldn't you? Yeah, I do, I do. Looking back now, you yeah. know, whoops, three oh eight I used, and oh, I had my pretty. eye too close to my oh, scope. Yeah, yeah my eye That's too close to the scope, eye, eh? and uh, yeah, fucking cut my oh, top of my, cut you, yeah, cut me right through the top of my eyebrow. So hopefully awesome. that gives a, a laugh to the hunters out there. <laughs> and luckily my head's come right. Well, I mean my face kind of has, but internally my lids a bit. <laughs> but anyway, mate, talk us through it. The hunting season. The hunting season. This came to me. We did a pod a while back, and it was someone who had it all but felt like they were stuck. Uh, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. It was quite a big hit. People liked it. I got a lot of messages about that one. And I've met with a lot of, well, all things considered, I've met with a lot of people over the last sort of five years, and the ones that I noticed do really well have this one thing in common. And even when I study other people, I look into Elon, I look into some guys that I follow in the States and stuff like this. And, you know, we talk about, you know, squeezing the season you're in and there is there is seasons to life, you know, and sometimes you're in the season of having kids. Sometimes you're in the season of having a mortgage. Sometimes you're in the season of, you know, pissing up. Pissing oh, up, yeah, partying. Sometimes you're in the season of struggling through a breakup. There's all these, but I think, you have to give yourself this one season, the hunting season. And I think it's a make or break season for you. You do it for yourself. You It's purely selfish. Um, when you do it, you realize that it can't be selfish because to do it, you have to help others. But I think 
you really want to give yourself a make or break period. It's an 18 month to 36 month period where you have complete focus on something that you desire. So it might be, right, I'm going to make sure that in this next 18 months to 36 months, I've I've completed these other seasons here. I've got, you know, my house, I've bought my house or whatever it is. I've, I've done my piss drinking. I've partied out, whatever. The next part is for me, and I'm going to chase down this promotion or I'm going to chase down becoming a mortgage broker like I did or becoming an accountant like you did. And when I go and look at all these people that have gone from like taking this punt to being like, oof, there's 18 months ahead that are hard and you... There's no societal norms. You don't have Saturdays. You don't have Sundays. You just do what needs to be done when it can be done. And you're trying to build a name for yourself and give give it your all. Everyone has that part. Anyone who's done any good has that part of that 18 to 36 month of like full noise. Why are you smiling and looking oh, at me here? Fuck, you're firing me up. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of thought the hunting season was going to be about, because I don't know what this was about for the listeners out there. Yep. I thought this was going to be talking about how there could be some opportunities out there. And I'm kind of like, oh. yeah, okay. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, you're talking about a season, like a fucking, yeah. Oh, this, yeah. <laughs> gee, this is speaking to me. This is just so good. Yeah. And I do think this is, you know, I don't think anyone, many people do it. I think we just get onto the, the railroad of life and we sit on the tracks in the cabin and just get taken for the ride. The ones that get off and cut their own tracks through the bush and go on this, on this, it has to be 18 months minimum. You have to do it for 18 months and you have to give it as much as you can because it can be life-changing. It has been for me. It has been for other people that I know have done it. It has been for some of the brokers that work at our company. And I know it has been for you. And, you know, I think... The one thing that I see in people that is similar, everyone's different and everyone thinks different and everyone has different views and ideas, but the one thing I see in people that do really well is this period. Honestly, whether, you, whether you're employed or, or being, being self-employed, when the people go on this, I remember one of my good mates, he's got a very high up job now, he's a CFO, and like he vanished for like three years when he finished uni and went to get his job and couldn't have a beer with him. This isn't like my prime piss drinking days. And like now he's like, well, yeah, I'm a CFO now, motherfucker. I'm like, fucking A. You know, like that was that was that period that he knew. He did it to himself and he just like went into hiding. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, can be done in all sorts of ways, but you have to, I think it's the season that, the one season that's the most important and people leave it out. I love this, mate. This is, yeah, you're, I, you're excited now, eh? Yeah, I am. I actually had a really interesting conversation with someone at the gym this morning, and I hope they don't mind me saying this, but it's, I'll keep it very generic. But basically, they were telling me how they left the gym because they had an eating disorder to deal with, and they knew that being in that environment didn't allow for them to really get on top of it. So they had to basically leave behind everything that was normal for them and their identity and what people would look to them, be like, well, that's what you do. And she said to me, she's just like, nah, like I had to get out of there and basically go sort it out. And it's taken, I think, what I said, you know, how long ago was it? Over two years. I said, are you on top of it now? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And maybe it's been two years since she's been on top of it. But I said, fuck, how exciting. I'm like, you can help other people now get through something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sorry, I don't mean to say that your eating disorder was exciting. But, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm then instantly going to the, but that's very similar where they've got a season of, 
I can't do it in here. Like this this thing that I'm in at the moment is not allowing for it. Yeah. Because I keep, well, I won't say what they said. So, so I'm getting out of there and I'm yep. going to have a season of getting on top of this thing. And now their life would look completely different. Yeah. But you have to go through it and you've got to do it. And yeah. eight, bro, 18 to 36 months, it sounds long, but it isn't. No, like not when you're at the back end. Remember we did two years of COVID. Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. that fuckery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Fucking me getting arrested multiple times. <laughs> we got to keep you clean, man. We've yeah. got to keep, keep you out of that perimeter. And I, I think the reason the reason it does need to be 18 months and is because I see people try for six months and it doesn't work. And, you know, you actually don't get any results for like the first six to 12 months. You actually have to like commit to 18 months from the beginning and say I'm going to push through whatever these next 18 months have at me because it seems to be that's how long it takes to build or to give to be able to see something that you've put effort into be being built start to see results mm. which then becomes the addiction and you just start fucking hustling but I never you never see like uh, anyone that gives something a go for six months really turn into something special just by cruising after that yeah, you know, eighteen months seems to be that sweet spot, and you know, if it is em- like employment and or being self-employed or having a crack at a business or something, <laughs> you ain't gonna make any fucking money in the first twelve months anyway. So write that off. You've got to like know that right. This season is to build the baseline for me to. It's the foundation for me to keep building on top of, and you have to put the most effort into the foundation because otherwise, the house of cards falls over. I think one of the things that would be really hard for people to ever have this season is the big D word, and that's debt. Mm-hmm. Now, it might not be a mortgage, but a mortgage is normally the thing that I see that is the, the thing that comes up where someone says, like, I'd love to have a crack at X, Y, Z, but I can't because of my mortgage. Yeah. Now, especially when interest rates are high. Like, yeah, remember yeah. when interest rates were low, people? It yeah. was a little bit easier to flirt with, oh, we could probably make it work. Yeah. We, could, we could service this on one income or with a bit of income coming in. Now, you know, this is hard because interest rates are now high, so the season may look ages away. But even for people who are sitting there going, well, I'm not in that position and maybe I'm close to the season. But one thing that I noticed is that if you're still paying off the cue card, the buy now, pay later, the credit card and shit, when you start decreasing your income and you know you're doing the right thing and you're in that hunting season and you're going for it, but the wins aren't coming yet and you're like, I fucking am certain. I can see other people doing what I'm doing. This Mm. must work. It has to work. It's just not happening as fast as you want it to work. It's really frustrating to still be clearing down decisions from your past. So clearing that debt and you're like, I fucking need this to work because I've still got to pay this shit. And then you might even have to go into a bit more debt, but it's good debt because you know that it's going to generate a return in the future. But you have to have that weight of, oh, damn it, like this doesn't feel right taking on more debt even though I'm now doing the right thing so I would say if you are going to go hunting and have this season try and get yourself as best prep yeah and the two ways that I'd suggest to think about this is one try and get into as little debt as possible or little cash outgoings Mm. now secondly the biggest cost for most Kiwis is food and living right now can you look at living differently for potentially three years. For me, it was house sitting. It was going back home. It was 
let's have a $8 curry to celebrate a lead coming in with yeah. my best mate down at the <laughs> fucking Rama Rama, you know, like the truck stop, bro. Like, yeah. you know, now I'm like, should we celebrate in the viaduct? But yeah. in the season, yeah. it wasn't. It nah. was, bro, I might be getting this client. Let's go and have an $8 fucking oath. Let's spend 16 bucks on a curry and just go talk yeah. shit for an hour. And how exciting. We've got to win. Yeah. You know, and so you get to go through these things. But you look at, you know, did I really want to move back in with my parents? It was amazing. But I probably back then I was probably like, mm, fucking not really. Like, not if I don't have to. But I did. And then it was, okay, I want to speed this up and get out of here. What can I do? Okay, maybe some house sitting. And then that's been amazing for me now. But I had a season of that and it fucking sucked at times. You're yeah. picking up some dog shit all the time, <laughs> shitting on the carpet, shit pissing on my bag, whatever, and then you're in and out of your suitcase. <laughs> and it's fun to look back on and laugh and be like, okay, well, that doesn't seem that bad. But in the moment, you're like, fuck, man, what have I done to yeah, my life? Yeah, this feels like a slog. Yeah, look at me. Yeah. You know, people are like, oh, you know, they're going to be thinking things about you. Who cares what they think about you? Yeah. And if you can just go through it and do it for, like, set yourself up mentally to go right I'm going to have a crack at this for a few years it's just amazing what's on the other side of that but if you can decrease some of the financial pressure which will be A your debt because it's an outgoing and B the cost of your living man you it's really true I did the same thing man like I lived in the back of a we rented a house and then I lived in like the back room which I'm pretty sure was illegal bolt on (laughs) to the back of the garage And then rented out the rest of the house and ended up being that my expenses were like $17 a week. It was fucking horrendous. Yeah. 18 months of like, especially in winter, because like, oh, anyway. But I never want to go back there, but that was part of the plan to take it on the chin, knowing that it was temporary. And, you know, if it all fell over and I didn't get my business going during that period, then I would have gone to a job and fucking gone back to living in more comfort. But I knew like... I need to reduce my expenses to almost nothing. I was driving like a Toyota Corolla with like almost no gas per week, living close to the office, all of this. Like I I put thought and process into setting it up so I could take the risk. And then I went fucking hunting. And then I won like fastest growing broker of the year. Oh. So I do think that you have to be pretty clear headed. Like I couldn't do that with a million dollar mortgage. You know, I sold my house to do that. And I think a lot of us have like that barrier of letting go of a few things if you're going to go do it. And I think if you zoom out, it's more risky not to put an 18 or 36 month hunting season at some point in your 80 year old life than, than not have it in there at all. Yeah. Um, and things happen, you know, like you're saying, you know, the house sitting thing has turned into something great for you now. Yeah. I've got that down here in my notes and I say, you know, you'll gain a you'll gain a few things during the hunting season. You will improve because you're focused. You'll save because you're not spending unless it is to get better at the thing you're focused on. You will accelerate your wealth and your earning capacity. But last but not least, you will bump up into opportunities that you had never dreamed of. Because game recognizes game and you just started playing the game correctly. Oh yeah. And things happen with that. Because just like you said, you, you've like minimized your life down and now you've got a place that you can use all the time because they appreciated you doing the house sitting. Yeah. That's pretty much it, right? Like, didn't, were you not just up there last week? I was, mate. It was amazing. And I still write down that I'm grateful for it. Just about every night that I'm just like, 
Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. I'm like, this is fucking sick. So from like being resourceful and going, fuck, I need to be able to live on the smell of an oily rag here. We'll try some house sitting. You've bumped into someone that continues to be like, come use the house, mate. And one of the most expensive real estate places in the country. And when I'm there, bro, I am like in hunting zone yeah. as well. My <laughs> brain just flicks on and I'm getting sun. I'm getting water. I build this routine. And then my creativity flips on and I'm fucking taking lead calls and shit. Mum was like one day, mate, like stop. Yeah. Like, just stop fucking working. <laughs> Let's play cards. No, I'm, I'm like, in machine okay. mode right now. Yeah. And, you know, so you kind of, you can, because once you go through your hunting season, you get it. You're like, oh man, that worked. You can dip out of it and go, okay, I don't need to do that for a bit. But then you can micro it down a bit too and go, right, I'm going to crush this period mm. and I'm going to go hard. Or it might be a week where you see an opportunity just to do pockets of it. But I think if you can get through a real core grind of it, you prove to yourself that it works and then you know, man, I can lean on that in the future. And then you go, well, this is a three-week hunting season rather than a three-year one. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I would do, man, when it wasn't going my way, when I was in some of those moments of trying to build and things weren't necessarily happening as fast as I liked or I might have had to go into a new living environment and... I would always go back to, okay, get some good shit in my ears. So I might be resenting where I was staying, living, or how my life looked, but I knew that in the future it would change, and I just had to go through it. I was never giving up, and I would listen to things about fucking going through the struggle and shit, and I would be driving to the gym being like, okay, I'm going to go work on myself. I'm in this shitty car, but I've got this cranking at me being like, you know, I know that this is the right, I know I'm doing the right things. Yeah. And then you just you just grind it out and you get through it and eventually you stop listening to some of that stuff, but then you hear it again and you're like, oh man, and it yeah. takes you back to yeah. driving, you know, <laughs> from in some random place in, in Auckland that your house sitting at and you're doing a 40 minute commute to go to the local Les Mills or something <laughs> and you've got your ox cord into your phone just been like, fucking hell, how long is this going to take? <laughs> exactly. How long is this going to take? But it, you know, Fucking, oh, it's so, it's so much fun now to look back at it and be like, oh, that was amazing that it, that you, yeah, got, yeah. That you got to go through it. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, I mean, just like going back to that other point you're saying, you can't do this, you can't do this period unless you've got everything else freed up. Like, I don't think it's possible to go into like 120% focus mode and really drive for something really hard for like 18 months to 36 months. If you've got other stuff commitments that are nagging at you that are too large and that can be people that can be debt it can be all sorts of little things and I do think you have to really focus and be like right if I'm going to do this where do I need to be tidied up first because I don't want this to come back and bite me halfway through and then stop me from doing it and I think that's like that's like step one then you're like right fucking season starts is tomorrow or whenever the date is first of January whatever date you want to choose and then it's on nice. and then it's like right I've got this sorted out everything's tidy over here I can be left alone and now I'm just going to go hard and I've got my expenses down and I think the other thing for people listening to this this isn't purely for someone who's 25 and single and like ready to rock and roll I think you can implement this at any stage in your life you just have to make the space to squeeze it in and I think it can be, you know, if you're married with kids and stuff like that and you're like, oh, man, we're up to our eyes in a mortgage at the moment, blah, 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 it's not going to work, that's okay. But think about when you can put it in. 
and just mm. just start just start thinking about it. Keep it keep it in the back of your mind and be like, okay, I'm 35 now. When I'm 42, I really want to do this, and just have it there. And I think it's really important that you do try it once in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't buy the whole oh like have time right now. I just look and go we 52 weekends. Just do one one to prove to yourself that it can work. Work two days of the 104 that you get given off. Sacrifice the kids. Give them to your sister, your brother, whatever. Yeah, it's a shame. It sucks, but it's one out of fifty-two. And go and make five hundred bucks. Go and make two hundred fifty dollars. Go and make a hundred bucks. Whatever, just to prove yourself that you can do it. Who knows? It might light a fuse for you. It might not. You might go. That's not worth it for me. Sweet. It, yeah. All good. Then you know how to reset your goals and what you want from your life. But if you can go, imagine you know going and making five hundred bucks in a weekend, and then go right. Oh, I'm going to go whack that into my mortgage calculator. The thing that's giving me the most stress at the moment, and just see what does that now ten dollars extra per week that you've got that repayment do to the loan life. Yeah, might shave off a year. Might shave off half a year. Well, okay, one out of fifty-two. Now I just created six months of not paying debt. Now tell me you don't have the time. Well, go and tell your kids. Nah, like not going to go do that one weekend, but. We're gonna to have to live tough for another six months at the other end. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta, you know, you gotta think differently to do this yeah. shit. And easy for you to say, of course it is, because I've done it. Because this is all the shit that I used to do to my brain to be like, "Fuck you! Stop telling me not to do this shit." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop conditioning the society conditioning of you shouldn't have to work your weekends. We work too hard. We should have an eight-hour workday. Fuck all this stuff. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is unfair. The world's unfair. No one fucking cares. We already knew that life yeah. was unfair. You've got to find reasons that are strong enough for yourself to go, I will go and have a crack at doing this. And if you don't have a strong enough reason to build a case for working one out of 52 weekends, damn. Like, what are you living for? That's savage, eh? You're brutal. I'm an asshole, mate. <laughs> yeah, an asshole. But that's the sort of shit that I would do to myself, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck, mate, does this not mean enough to you? Are you going to hit snooze? It was pretty interesting. Like, I have I think I've told the story on here before, but I've driven to Napier and Hastings before for a mortgage meeting <laughs> in my early days. <laughs> Sorry. What? Have I not told you that before? Oh, it just cracks me yeah. up. It's just, <laughs> you think in the moment, you're like, this is exactly the right thing to do. <laughs> I would never ever do that again and I would probably not advise people to do that again mm. but I in had a moment you're I like, had I had it. so much of like I had built this plan that I was so driven to achieve these things that as soon as it happened they were like I really want to meet in person I was like cool no worries yep see, we, 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 we on. see you Saturday I'll be there at three yeah and like you know it's a five and a half hour drive <laughs> but I sat down and did the numbers I was like fuck I better convert this because that's three and a half grand it's going to cost me 1200 like <laughs> did you convert it yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah good they're boy. still clients now, and oh, they've bought other property now. Now we do it over Zoom or Google Meet, you know. So, oh, yeah, that's but, uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. They actually might listen to this, and that'll be funny. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I couldn't do that on a weekend if I had, you know, other commitments and like, oh, I'll just you know, mm. pop down to the beach on Saturday and like it was like I was in focus zone, and I've given my time, I've given this like eighty month period where I'm just gonna say, fuck it, let's roll. Yeah. You know, that's probably turned. If I think about it now, that's probably turned into like a ten or fifteen thousand dollar revenue client. It was worth it, actually. There you go. Because you think longer term, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. LTV. So yeah, it's a it's an interesting one. I just think it's the one thing I see in common with people that that achieve more than they thought they could. Yeah, and they always say things like, "You know, I'm surprised. I'm here to be honest," or like, "But really." All of them have that. Mm. They did the hunting season. They put in the effort. They set themselves up so they allowed them to go and do that. And they fucking put in the work, man. 
And you know what? Like, the I go on about hard work and stuff because it's the easiest win for me. Like, I don't feel like I'm a smart person. I'm just like, I go to work 100 days more than you. That's probably the only difference. It's an unfair advantage. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I feel like is my easiest win. But it's pretty temporary, eh? Just on that, but one day, if you want, you're going to be able to say to people, so they're going to say, oh, well then, that's of course you're going to do better than me because you're working 100 days, but fuck that, I don't want to do that. And you're going to get to say, yeah, but guess what? Now I work 100 days less than you and yeah. I'm still doing better. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to How say. How does that make you feel? It is temporary. Because I do, I've done that for like a period of like five years or whatever. And early, early days, it was real grunty, like early start, late night, Christmas day and everything. But like, I just bounced off to the Gold Coast for 10 days. Yeah. And then I'm going to fuck off to the Bay of Islands at New Year's and Christmas and go fishing every day. And then it's now I'm looking at it being like, I sort of don't use an alarm in the morning anymore. Hey, like these yeah. things are starting to turn back the other way, right? And if I zoom out, I think of those years as like the hardest I had, the truly hardest. And I'm only five years from that starting period and currently my life is the best it has ever been. Yeah, it's a cool feeling. So is it worth it? Fucking A. Yeah, I, got I would a, not trade it for anything. Yeah, one of my really good mates, I think I've mentioned this recently, when I have a big win or something, he'll often say to me, oh man, imagine where you'll be in five years' time. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you think, yeah, because no one thinks like that. You mm. think like, wow, oh, look what you've done this time. Imagine what it's going to be like then. Yeah. A few notes I wrote down as we're going, mate. If you're going to go into a season like this, tell yourself, tell your friends, tell your family. Yep. Now, that should seem like basic advice, but you're going to get some negative, like, oh, fucking, you know. And they're going to want you to fail. They're going to want you to fuck it up. But I was speaking to this with a high performer this week, and they'll probably be listening. And basically, they were telling me, oh, one of the ways that I've worked through um, decreasing how late I stay out is that I tell everyone that I go out with, hey, I'm going at this time. And Pretty simple, eh? Yeah. And he's like, mate, it's been magic for me because everyone's like, oh, okay, sweet. And so by the time that time comes, they're kind of like wanting you to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Not like, whoa, where the fuck Funny are you Funny how going? that happens, eh? Yeah. So, you know, tell yourself you're in it, tell your family, tell your mates, but also here's the final one. Tell your fucking devices because remember that our devices are telling us what to do with our life. Here's a mm. notification. Oh, bet from, I better message my mate back on Messenger. Yep. Now, I said this to Taz this morning and we were looking at something on her phone trying to organize something and her Facebook Messenger's like, thing, 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 like yeah. constantly because she's in a group chat. I was like, do you not mute these things? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, they don't come through often. But when you start hyper-focusing, so that's, I'm not ragging on her, like if that's how you want to live your life, it's sweet, right? Yeah. But when you start to go into focus mode, you start to learn all the things that are fucking your focus. Yep. So for me, for instance, I had to get out. You know, I had to mute all of those group chats and stuff. And now what happens is you start to learn more and see these things that are taking your focus. So as an example, I might finish a call with a prospect. Now my process is the faster that's to them, the fresher it is in the front of their mind get that done, close that loop, that needs to be done. Don't wait till tomorrow, you know, what happens in that 24 hours. Yep. So then I might need to, you know, I hang up my phone and I see, I'm like, ah, oh, I've got four red dots on Messenger. I wonder who needs me. I wonder what that is. I'm important. What is that? Fuck, what am I missing? Yeah. I'm like, no. Finish the job. Finish the job. <laughs> yeah. Close the loop. Yeah. Because I picked that up, someone's sick, you yeah. know. Like, I don't know what that is. I don't want to know. Most of the time, 
It's not important. Yeah. So then you start to see extra pieces of this happening. And those four moments, like if it was urgent enough or bad enough, I always know that my phone would keep ringing. And then like, if my family were to ring me twice or my partner, for instance, I would be like, this prospect can wait. Yeah, like, yeah, I need yeah. to break the cycle. Yeah. But that doesn't happen. Whenever anything's important enough, it finds you anyway. Like yeah. I turned off all notifications except my calendar and my work Gmail. And even the Gmail, I look at the notifications sometimes and I just swipe it out of the way. Oh, my head cut phone's just cut off. Could you hear me then? Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay, who cares? Yeah. Then? Just my... Okay. In the air socket. Yeah, Phil said the same thing recently. Maybe he needs some new tech. Would you believe, mate, after 430-odd episodes, plus <laughs> another 300 and some BGP ones, perhaps 1,000 through this, that this thing still... It's good, eh? Still does the job. Yeah, it's a beast. Can you um, hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I couldn't for a second. Okay, so that's all right. Um, yeah, I just have only those ones, and they're like pure work ones, and there's no Facebook notification, there's no LinkedIn notification, there's no Messenger notification, WhatsApp, nothing. And... It's quite good because, like you said, if anything's that important, it will get to you regardless. Yeah. Yeah, I just have, I have no news apps, no nothing. And uh, I reckon I just feel better in general because of it, eh? Recently, mate, I got a message from an accountant and they, so for some context on LinkedIn, I've gone past 10,000 followers. So I've started to do like a little bit of content, almost taking the piss, like here's yeah. how I got to Here's the hack that I, I saw used the to one. Get I was to. like, I just did it for six years straight with hard work or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this accountant messaged me and they're like, hey, you seem to be, you know, have a big a personal brand in terms of accounting and stuff and, and must use it to get clients. Do you have any tips for me? And I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, dude, um, you just need to get known in your community. Yeah. Like, I've built a community. I get known in that and then I get work. Yeah. But most people, you don't have to go to that level if you don't want to. You know, you can just, if you're in a region or a town or a city, go and get known in that community mm. and be the most known and eventually people will come to you. They, I haven't made this up. Like, I haven't come up with this. I no. noticed it. I was like, why do the big accounting firms sponsor the rugby team? Why is the partner of the accounting firm at the rugby prize giving, at the club room, sponsoring the best player and shit? I was like, oh, this is their version of doing it. Yeah. I don't want to play that game, Yeah, but it's the same principles. Get known and eventually the work will come if you're good enough and then it will snowball, right? So I said to him, mate, that's literally the answer. And he said to me, sweet mate, I'll look into it. I'm like, no, 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 you don't need to look into nah, it's this. Time to go on the hunting season, brother. Yeah, you need to do this one. Like yeah. that is, you need to go out there and do this one. And yeah. interestingly for this person, I think they basically have a deadline by which they're going to start buying into the firm. And I think the money that they have to hand over depends on what they do in the meantime in terms of bringing in some work. Revenue, yep. So for me, I'm sort of like, man, like you're in the hunting season now. Yeah, of, yeah. You can make this free, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go out and smash and, it. But, but I can't, I've, I have a thousand thoughts when someone asks me like that, right? But That's it's impossible also, to answer, man. Yeah, and I don't know this person. I don't know their background and I don't know whether they'll actually do. But it did get me thinking. I thought, I wonder if it would be cool to give people um, how to make your t- first $10,000 from LinkedIn and do that and give people the resources and the trainings. But yeah, well, that's great for you, Luke, because it's well more than $10,000 a year now. Mm. But I've been doing it for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's the hardest part, right? It's like, 
Yeah. Here's how you make 10 grand. It starts in year three. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> so it might have been seven years of content, no opportunities. Yeah. Now I'm in the hunting. Then the hockey stick kicks off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, damn it. Maybe that's not going to work. Uh, uh-huh. But if you can understand this concept of what Mikey's talking about, you get to start applying it to so many different areas of and, your life. you know, like the hunting, the first hunting season that I did, the first 18-month period, was like the brutal one of trying to get everything off the ground. And now I kind of do like mini ones. So now I would say that enough people call me and contact me that I just wanted to just be a, you know, average old mortgage broker making pretty good income. I would be sweet. But, you know, I went and thought about it during last year when it got tougher and I was like, talk to you about it. I was like, fuck, I'm going to go have to go hard on this brand thing and marketing and stuff like that. eh? Mm. And I set out some goals and I've surpassed the goals, but it was like a, a new thing for me that I had, to be honest, like zero interest in doing, but I knew I had to do it. And it was, there was goals to meet. And, you know, it was like another version of that hunting season. It's different because I didn't have to sort out my personal life and stuff beforehand. It was purely inside the business, but it was like, right, my days are going to change here because I've got to go do filming. I've got to think of content when I'm out just in the world Mm. and put these ideas together when I come on here I don't want to turn up and look like a fuckwit so I'm going to study and do notes and like all of this stuff and it completely changed and that's like a new version of my little hunting season yeah and it's also like if you look at it as you know when you play a video game you you can buy different things to wear or different armor or different type of gun or whatever you've now got that you didn't you didn't have that and you couldn't afford that back then but now you get to carry it around and you can pull it over the right shoulder and be like, fuck, bang, I'm going to use this today. Yeah. But unless you do the work to get those things, yeah, you don't get to pull on them. 100%, yeah. man. And uh, I'm not sure what my next hunting season will be. I've got a fair idea. But, yeah, it's uh, it's a great way to run it. And, you know, like now I can be like, oh, I live in a cooler house. I drive a nice car. That stuff's sorted. Like I've like My life's the best it's ever been. It's a little, it'll be weird to hear that for some people because it's pretty hard out there. But like, it, it doesn't, it's funny how the economy feels real sore. It's like it's injured at the moment. And because of what I did with that stuff personally, it's, it hasn't not affected me because it has, but like, I'm not immune to it. But it's like, because I did that, I just have this like bubble wrap around me. Like, I'm insulated a little bit because of all of that stuff that I put in. And, you know, maybe the timing was lucky and, and shit like that, but fucked, I didn't see anyone else, like, joining me on that trip. It was just me on my own, just, like, yeah. grinding. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's worth it. I think I see so many people that did that period and they're the ones that end up doing well, and I think Kiwis, that's the one season that they leave out of their whole life. There's probably not enough chat in New Zealand about going after the things that you want and mm. figuring out what those are and chasing your potential and then saying to people, hey, you you know, you know, really ought to have a crack at that because mm. the country probably needs that from you. you know. And we look up to sports stars and whatnot that get to do that and they can't they can't just fuck around and find out. They mm. get binned if they're not good enough. Yeah, yeah. They've got to do it. We all look up to them. We all understand that. We know that it's real, but then no one tells us because we're not at that top level. We're like, hey, you could do this for your own life. Yeah, well, not only that, we sit there and say they should cut them. Yeah. When they're not performing. Mm. And then we're entitled enough to do that, but then not put ourselves into that same pressure situation. Yeah, man. There's a good saying. I think it's from 
can't remember, but basically it's, you know, everybody wants a guarantee, but where's your guarantee on yourself? You ever roll up to your own job and say like, hey, I guarantee you I'll deliver this shit this year. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no one doing that. Nah. You roll up to fucking the warehouse though and you're like, where's my money back guarantee? Yeah. Oh, you know? And if you're not happy, you're like, surely you got to fix this for me. Well, yeah. start asking for those sorts of things from yourself as well and you become somebody else. So, mate. The hunting season, the sharpshooter, Mikey's back in the building. Good as always, mate. Five-star review on the way out, please, people. 